You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 150. On today's bonus episode, I'm talking to the membership guru himself, Stu McLaren, on how you can start, launch, and grow your very own profitable digital membership. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now with over 1.2 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, everybody? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning into a bonus episode that I'm so excited about to share with you. Uh, I've got returning guest, Mr. Stu McLaren. That's right. Episode 98 of the Mind Your Business podcast. I'll link it up in the show notes for you. I had a conversation with Stu about your relationship with money. It's really really good and it's worth listening after this one. But here's the deal. Here's what I did. I've been friends with Stu for a very long time, like such good friends that his kids were actually in our wedding a couple years ago, which was really awesome. And we became friends because we were in a peer-based mastermind together several years ago. And I actually joined that mastermind and we created it together at the same time that I was launching Real Marketing Insider. Now, for those of you who don't know, Real Marketing Insider is my monthly membership teaching everything about video marketing. You know, we built this massive online digital business using the power of video. And I put everything inside a membership, started charging $49 a month. And what I quickly realized is that running a membership has a very different psychology than anything else. It's very different than selling a course. It's very different than a launch. You know, there's so many different factors in play because it's really about retention and creating that consistent recurring revenue so that you can have a lot more consistency and certainty in your business. So I was really fortunate to have Stu with me. Now, Stu at the time was running a piece of software that he created called Wishlist or Wishlist Member. And that was actually the software we used to run the membership site. So Stu had access to over like 50, 60,000 membership owners. And so he really had his finger on the pulse at the time. And so he started teaching me everything he knew about memberships. And that's why we were able to scale it so fast. RMI, I think we got it to over $550,000 with $49 a month subscriptions. Pretty friggin' awesome. So Stu is the man. And he's also the founder of Tribe. So today he teaches entrepreneurs like you how to start, launch, and grow a very profitable digital membership. And a few weeks back, maybe about a month or two, I get a nice phone call from Stu checking in with me and he asked me to contribute content to his flagship program tribe. And I was honored. I said, what do you want to talk about? He goes, I want to talk about how we can actually scale business. Cause if you know, you guys have been following me for a long time, I'm sure I talk about all these awesome woo woo stuff, but I also help business owners scale their business and take it to seven figures with their digital product. And he said, I really like to bring you on so you can talk about this for my tribe members. So he flew me out to Canada, hung out with him and the kids and the fam for a few days, and we got to film some content. And while I was there, I asked all my followers on Instagram, what? You're not following me on Instagram yet? Come on. My handle's James Wedmore. Open up the app, do a search and say, what's up? 
I respond to just about everybody I can on there in DM, so just let me know you're listening. I'd love to hear from you. But I asked all my listeners on an Instagram story, I said, what questions do you have for the man himself, Mr. Stu McLaren? And I got a ton of questions from you guys. And so all I did is we rapid fire a lightning round through those questions at him and recorded his answers. And what we have is the result of that little experiment and is unbelievable. Stu is so giving. He's so knowledgeable. He has been in this industry a very long time, so he knows so much. He has his finger on the pulse, but he's also one of the most creative guys you'll ever meet. And you know what? He's also one of the most loving, caring, down-to-earth human beings you'll also meet. So I'm so honored to bring Stu on, and let's just get into it. Let's play that episode right now, shall we? What's up, everybody? James Wedmore here, and welcome to another special bonus episode of the Mind Your Business Podcast. I'm marketing your business. Oh. <laughs> no, it's the Mind Your Business. Marketing your business. <laughs> and I'm here with the enemy, <laughs> the only other MYB podcast owner. Marketing your business. Marketing your business podcast.com, Mr. Stu McLaren. You know what? I have to be like really nice and respectful because I'm in your house. Well, that'll be the first time that you've been nice and respectful because you've been here a couple of days. That's true. <laughs> and it's been nonstop That's, shenanigans. But now it's being recorded. Oh, okay. Got so it. it's on record. You're prim and proper. <laughs> so guys, I have the distinct honor and privilege to get Stu back on the mic. This is a second round with Stu. So th- hey, thanks for coming back on. Hey, listen, anytime I can get a first opportunity mm-hmm. to be on the, sorry, is it? Marketing your business? No, that was the Mind Your Business podcast. I think it's the Mind Your Marketing. <laughs> Seriously, though, I'm super pumped and grateful, and I don't take it lightly that not only was I invited once, but I'm back twice, which yeah, is amazing. absolutely. And we did something really special, which I'm very excited about, is if you follow me over on Instagram, you can search my handle over there. It's James Wedmore. And you can also follow Stu's at Stu McLaren. So you can be following both of us. I asked my followers there for some of their best brain-busting membership site questions that we could try and stump Stu with. For those that already have a membership, thinking about starting one, and I've got a ton of questions that I'm going to rapid-fire Stu. Now, you guys already know this. Stu is the founder of Tribe. And he is the membership master. In fact, little known, you know, fun fact, years ago when I first launched my membership site, it was Stu himself that helped me not just get it off the ground, but I was fortunate enough to be able to come to him for, gosh, a couple of years as I was growing that. And we built that to a very, very successful, you know, $500,000, $600,000 a year membership site. And I learned 99% of that from you. I had the 1%. I'll take the 1% credit. It was a phenomenal site, still is. And it was awesome to watch how that transformed you because it gave you stability to go and do your thing. That was the big thing. And that changed everything for me is that was the first time I had that stability, that consistency of revenue in the business. And like for the first time I realized I wasn't doing, I wasn't making big decisions out of fear of like, what's going to happen next month. It's like that launch roller coaster where you're like, I got to do this all over next month or else what (laughs) happens? That was just life changing. So thank you so much. I'm a huge fan of memberships or really just having some sort of reoccurring revenue model in place. Obviously you are, and you know so much about the topic 
because you've worked with so many people now to build their memberships. Yeah, it's crazy and fun and humbling and inspiring and motivating. Just watching what people are doing in all kinds of markets. Like, I think that's one of the, just on the onset, that's one of the biggest misconceptions is people think that membership sites are only relevant if you're in a market that talks about making money or saving money. Yeah, It's just not true. Like, we have all kinds of examples in tons of different markets from... Mm -hmm dog training to guitar to religion to music like other types of music to photography to you name it house decorating like interior design like gosh there's one kathy hay over in the uk she has one on corsets you know like old school oh. spanks you know that's, that's how i think of it like yeah. like how to make corsets she's had a membership site in that niche for over 10 years years wow crazy yeah so you name it there is a membership site in all of these obscure markets and it's amazing and inspiring to watch people who are serving these markets and the ripple effect that they're having yeah and i, I do want to hit on that because i think that's so true is people have such a misconception that you know the only people that are you know starting an online business or running one successfully are people talking about it and i just want to remind you that the reason why that appears so is because they're really good at targeting people who are looking to start and grow a business. So you happen to see a lot of them and you don't really get in front of the people that do underwater basket weaving because chances are you're not interested in it. Right. And that's the thing, unless you're in another, like as a hobbyist or an enthusiast or, you know, you're passionate about something, chances are you know nothing about it. Like we were talking to a buddy of ours today who's big in the Lego space. Yeah, and not only big, but built a membership site with thousands of members mm -hmm. who every month received a box from him that contained a Lego kit. And it was just, it's phenomenal because it again demonstrates that there are people who are thriving in all kinds of markets and they're doing it through membership sites and of course other yeah. ways too. But it's just an example that this is happening everywhere in all kinds of different markets. Yeah. And we just tend to stay in our own little bubbles and think that that's it. That's all there is out there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to rapid fire Stu a bunch of questions that you guys submitted. They're phenomenal questions. I'm choosing the best of the best. And I want to thank you guys for submitting your questions. And I also want to encourage you to head on over to my Instagram and send me, just DM me, private message me over there, any questions that you have for further topics, discussions, and questions that you have so I can keep sharing great content with you here on this podcast. So are you ready? Hit me. I was asking them, are you guys ready? Hello? Hello? You there? <laughs> <laughs> I know Stu's ready. So let's go to the first one. Our first question comes from Natasha. And Natasha says, I love the idea of a membership, but I'm worried that my audience is too small. So when is the best time to start now or once I grow my audience? Okay. In the past, admittedly, James, I would have said the best thing that you could do if you don't have a large audience is to spend your time growing your audience. Forget launching a membership, spend the time growing the audience. Well, we just have to hang around our tribe to the, realize. The times have a change. They have changed. So let me get, share a couple stories. First one I'll share is Jonathan Milligan. So Jonathan Milligan is a blogger. He had built up a bit of an audience on his blog, and he'd built up an email list of 600, about 620 people, I think it was, on his list. And so his goal was, could I 
generate $1,000 a month in recurring revenue by offering my list of 600 people to join my membership. So that was his goal, $1,000 a month. So he broke that down to that would be 50 people at $20 a month. So he invited his list of 620 people to a webinar. He had, I think, like 40-something people register, and he had 23 people show up to the webinar. So on the webinar, he gave great content. Then he offered his membership site. And of the 23 that were on, 19 of them signed up. So that was a good start. So then he sent an email to the rest of the list, which, again, you know, was at 620 minus 40 that registered or whatever. And he said, of the 50 spots that we have available, 19 are already spoken for. Well, that created a natural sense of urgency. And within 48 hours, he had hit his goal of $1,000 a month. He hit 50 people at 20 bucks a month, and he was off to the races. This was to a list of 600 people. And so I was thinking, hmm, that's interesting. Then along comes Nicholas Wilton. Now, Nicholas Wilton, he is an artist, and he helps other artists create more beautiful art. So people who have that inner artist in them and they're wanting to get it out, he helps them, like, you know, create their art. So he came to me, and this was in June, and he said, Stu, I've got a problem. And I was like, well, what's going on, Nicholas? He's like, I've got this group of people, this 200 people, and we're a really tight-knit group, and they keep asking for more. He's like, I know a membership site would be amazing, but I don't know what to do. So I walked him through doing a beta launch, and here essentially was the script. He went to these 200 people, invited them on a webinar. He went to the 200 people, and he said, look, here's what I'm thinking of doing. I'm thinking of creating this membership site. I don't have it created. In fact, we haven't started building anything. But here are some mock-ups of what it might look like, and here's what we might have inside (laughs) of the membership. But nothing has been created yet, and I'm really just gauging interest. But what I would love is I would love to invite you to join me in the membership as a founding member. And one of the things that I would love is to get your feedback and to help have your insights in shaping the direction of this. Because it's not my site, it's our community. And because if you join me as a founding member, I'd love to reward you with a founding member price. And so this will be the absolute lowest price ever because when we launch to the public, we're going to raise it. Now, here's the crazy thing. This is what blew me away. Of the 200 people that heard that message, 180 of them signed up. Wow. At 30 bucks a month. So right out of the gate, before he's even created the site, he's got $5,400 a month coming in. And so what I learned was that the smaller the audience, the higher the conversion rates tend to be. Yes. Because you have a deeper relationship with the people in that audience. And dude, this started getting replicated left, right, and center within our community. Just recently, we had another woman, Wendy Batten. Same thing. She didn't have an email. She had like 400 and something people on her Facebook page. She launches it to the group on the Facebook page. She had over 50 plus members join her membership. Unbelievable. This happens time and time again. So to Natasha, here's what I would say. In the past, I would have said, spend your time growing your audience. Now, not so much. What I would say now is you just need to grow a small audience, a few hundred people, which can happen very, very quickly, either on Facebook, from a Facebook group, or even on an email list. And then when you've got that small group of people, love on them. 
love on them because the deeper the relationship you have with them, the higher the conversion rates will be. The reason Nicholas Wilton had such high conversion rates was because he had an incredible relationship with his audience. The reason Jonathan Milligan was able to get 50 people at $20 a month in a fairly short period of time, even though he had only had a list of 600 people, because he had a great relationship with them. So it's not about the size of the list. It's about the relationship. And here's what's awesome. Once you launch, now you got momentum. And that momentum creates confidence, and it just is the circle that just keeps on giving. Yes, I couldn't agree more. So I love that. And I see this next question is from Kristen Fraser. So what's up, Kristen? Thank you so much for writing in. And I want to see if you kind of answered it, as it was a great question. It was just asking around what would be some of the critical language or copy used when you're enrolling members. And you walked us through two examples. Is there anything else that you would add for someone that is inviting members to join and pay month after month? Because that is kind of the elephant in the room is that you're asking for someone to pay to infinity, right? Like with no end in sight. Like that's if I'm just thinking worst case scenario. Yeah. Well, I think there's a couple things to think about. Like one, when somebody is signing up for your membership, the psychology that you need to understand that people are thinking about and experiencing is that nine times out of 10, they're not thinking about signing up for infinity. Nine times out of 10, they're thinking of signing up to check it out with the intention of canceling after the first month. Mm. So they first think, okay, I'm going to sign up. I'm going to go in and I'm going to download everything I can get my little hands on. And then I'm going to cancel and I'm out of there. That's what they're thinking. But we know that. And that's totally fine. Because the first hurdle for all of us is just to get people in the door. Once they're in the door, buddy, that's when we roll up our sleeves and we knock their socks off. Mm -hmm. Because we just wow them. And if we knock their socks off, they ain't ever going to want to leave. But the first hurdle is just getting them in. So you have to make it easy to get them in. Now, we don't want to just make it you know, almost too easy. Because then you attract tire kickers. And that's no fun for anybody. But we do want them to have some skin in the game, meaning there's a membership fee, but we want to make it attractive. So one of the things, if you're launching a membership site, the, one of the best strategies that you can do, start with a lower price than you intend on ending up. And what I mean by that is when you launch with a lower price first, it has all kinds of baked in goodness. <laughs> like first off, you're rewarding your early adopters because you're basically saying, look, if you join when we launch this site, I'm going to give you the founding member's price. And you'll be locked in at that founding member's price for as long as you remain a member in good standing. Now, what that means is that if they cancel and try to come back later, well, they are going to have to pay the higher price. Yep. But as long as they remain a member, then they'll forever be locked in at that low price, even when you raise it to a higher price. People love that. Because now you're grandfathering them in, you're rewarding your early adopters by giving them the lowest price, and then they don't ever want to leave because they don't want to give up the good price, right? So it's awesome because it rewards your early members, it works as a retention strategy, and more importantly is next time when you go to launch and you raise your price, it creates a natural sense of urgency because people want to join before the price goes up again. Well, this is a perfect segue to another question I think you just answered. This is from Wendy Bertignole. And Wendy, I hope I've said your name properly. Excuse me if I haven't. But she's asking, is it better to go for the low price first and then ease into a higher priced one? Looks like you've answered that. Yeah, absolutely. I recommend you always start lower than you anticipate ending up. 
because there's so many advantages. One, we've talked about the grandfathered pricing and rewarding your early members. Number two is the retention that you'll experience with those early members. And number three, you've got a built-in promotion the next time that you do launch the membership because you're gonna be raising the price. And every time we did a price increase promo, it was one of our most successful promotions. Like for example, recently, one of the people in my mastermind, her name is Jennifer Allwood. Now, she helps people in terms of like interior design and interior decorating. And she has a phenomenal community on Facebook. And she has a membership site. And one of the things that we recently helped her walk through was setting up a price increase promo. And she had a membership where she was open all the time. And she was doing you know, well in terms of she was adding anywhere between three to, on a really good day, seven members a day. But when she came to us, she said, well, what do I do if I really wanna scale and grow this thing? And I challenged her. I said, Jennifer, I'm gonna give you a suggestion that you already know what to do. But I guarantee you that you're just scared to do it. There's limiting beliefs that are holding you back. But if you do it, and you know what it is, you know what I'm about to say, it will catapult your membership. And she looked And that's all we have for today's episode. I'm sorry, you'll have to, okay, sorry. Uh, But she looked at me and she's like, I know what you're gonna say. And I said, what am I gonna say? She said, you're gonna tell me to close the membership. And I said, that's exactly what I'm gonna tell you to do. So anyway, there was all kinds of other fear and anxiety and all kinds of things wrapped up, but she trusted the process. So what she did was she didn't have time to do a full scale launch. And this is important for people to understand because oftentimes we think that we've got to get like all the bells and whistles and everything all lined up and all of our T's crossed and our I's dotted. And that's just not true because in this case, we challenged her to launch it literally within a week and a half. And she accepted the challenge and she went on Facebook Live and she did a series of Facebook Lives. She did five, I think, in total. And the main thing that she emphasized was that the cart was closing and after the cart closed, the next time she opened, there would be a higher price. So join now at the lowest price before it goes up. And so that was the emphasis, was like, join now because I'm closing, and the next time I open, it's gonna be at a higher price. And the crazy thing, James, is that she went from adding anywhere between three to seven new members a day. After this promotion was done, almost 1,200 Holy cow. Members at 50 bucks a month. Wow. And all because, number one, there was a shift in the marketing strategy. And this is what we see a lot of times is the unconventional marketing strategies are the ones that work tremendously well. And they feel uncomfortable. We don't want to do them because it doesn't make logical sense. But those are the ones that do really well. So that was one thing was was closing. And then the second thing was emphasizing the fact that she was going to be raising the price the next time she opened. So people want to get in while it's the lowest price. And so I love, love, love those promos. But if you start high and then later want to lower it, Guess what happens? Uh, You got a lot of people upset. You got a lot of people upset. And you would think like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm lowering the price. It's going to be cheaper for you. But then people start to question all kinds of stuff. They're like, I've been paying higher for all these months. Are you kidding? Yeah, you can't can't go back down. You can't go back down because then they're like, well, I want a refund for these other months. Mm. Like, what, you know, is this not worth it? And there creates all this, you know, conversation and junk that doesn't support you. But when you go the other way, when you start low and you go high, people aren't complaining that they're still locked in at a lower price. And they're going to love you and they're going to tell everybody about it. So 
there's just so much psychology baked in to pricing, particularly starting low and then raising it later. And that's so important to understand that. And this is crazy how this is happening because I'm just taking these questions in the order that they came in, but it is again a perfect segue. This is from the Mindful Mom. And she asks, are there any instances, this is true, this is exactly what she's asking, where Stu would recommend keeping the doors open <laughs> to your membership? Now, and so this is kind of the objection to that. You guys just heard Stu say that the easiest strategy he recommended for getting more members in was to close it down and to throw in there that the price is going up. So what she's asking here is she says, you know, we cater to moms and feel that it's wrong to shut them out when we know that they could need us. So what are your thoughts on this? Okay, so there's a couple things coming into play here with the mindful mom. So great question. So let me give you a couple generalities and then I'm going to come back to her specifically. There are two primary marketing strategies. There's the open marketing plan and the closed marketing plan. Open marketing plan means that anybody can sign up at any time, you know, 24 days, no, 24, 24 hours, yep. 7 days a week. That's what I was going to the closed marketing plan says that you are only open a few times a year and generally there's a big promo around those open periods and the rest of the time people go on a wait list. Now, what happens is that generally with open marketing plans, you have to work a lot harder and more frequently to get the members in. And the reason being is because there's no sense of urgency with an open marketing plan. And so what happens is people come to the website, they're like, oh, this looks great. I'm going to save this for later. Save this for later mm -hmm. is like the kiss of death yeah. for any entrepreneur. Go to your Amazon.com account and look at how long it's your <laughs> wish list, right? All these products you're going to get later. Totally. That's a, that's a great, great point. And so it's the kiss of death and so, because there's no sense of urgency. And so what happens is, yes, you will get members that will trickle in, just like what we just talked about with Jennifer. You will have members that will trickle in. But here's the thing that I want to say about a closed membership, especially for the mindful mom. One of the greatest things that you can do if you really do want to serve and help people is put them in a position where they have to make a decision. Yes. And here's the thing. When you have a deadline, it forces people to make a decision. They're either going to say yes or no, but they can't say maybe right? It's either yes or no. And what happens is more people say yes when you have a deadline. And now because they've said yes, they're in and now you can serve them. Think about all the people the mindful mom could be serving who are sitting on the fence because there's no sense of urgency to get them into the membership or to have them make a decision. This is huge, guys. This is so important because as you guys know, making decisions takes brain power, like vital brain power. So the brain doesn't wanna make that decision. So it's putting it off. And all you're doing is, as it's exactly what Stu's saying, is if you truly wanna help these people, the brain is trying to survive. It's trying to get by. And you're putting them in a position where they're much more likely to join and get the help that they truly need. Totally. And you're going to reach more people and more people are going to join. And what I always like to say is even if people want to join, they will not actually pull the trigger. They will not actually buy until they have a reason to do it now. And the crazy thing is, is it doesn't matter how many times we do a launch. Like I've now done 14 seven-figure launches. Mm -hmm. I know you've done a ton of big launches as well. And every single time 
we get the most people signing up for whatever offer that we have <laughs> in the last 24 hours. Yes. Because that's when they're being forced to make the decision. But the good news is because they're forced to make a decision, they do make a decision and more people say yes and now we have more people to serve. So this is one of the reasons I love marketing because marketing and the psychology behind marketing gives us the opportunity to serve more people. Mm -hmm. And so yes, you can keep it open all the time and you can hang your hat on the fact that you wanna keep it open because you wanna help more people. But I'll just tell you, from years of experience helping thousands of people with membership sites. If you close it, you will see more members join during your promotions than you have ever imagined. And I can give you some real world numbers, all kinds of practical numbers. Here's a membership site that we used to own. We were open all the time. We would add anywhere between 75 to 125 new members a month. The first time that we made the decision to close it, I gotta tell you James, like. I was like anxious and scared and I had all kinds of fear because I was like, oh my goodness, like if we close it and we don't get enough members during this promotion, like, man, we're going to be in serious trouble, blah, 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 all the fear, anxiety, limiting beliefs, blah, blah, blah. And we decided to go down to four promotions a year. So we're going to do one quarterly. So normally we would add anywhere between 75 to 125 new members. We went down to a quarterly promotion. On the first quarterly promotion, we added 600 mm. new members. So right away we were generating more members for the membership than we ever were when we were open. And I was like, okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. That's probably like a little fluke. Like that was the first time. Okay, it's not gonna work again. <laughs> the second quarterly promotion, we added 800 members. And I was like, holy wow. cow, this is amazing. And so what we found was with quarterly promotions, we would add anywhere between 600 to 800 new members. Then we did the crazy thing. And then we just like went all crazy pants. We went from four promotions down to two. Again, exact same fear, like exact same fear. Oh my goodness, that's so much pressure. I don't know if we can do it. Are we gonna generate as much members in two promotions as we would four? Ugh, fear, anxiety, limiting belief, but we did it anyway. And then with our bi, was that semi-annual or biannual or? I don't know, biannual? That's a good question. Twice our, a year. Twice a year promos. <laughs> <laughs> we went from 600 to 800 members on our quarterly promo yep. to anywhere from 1,500 to 3,000 wow. members with our promos twice a year. And so every time we reduce the number of promotions that we would do, we would get more members. And so it's kind of, it's completely backwards because we were working less and generating way more. And so that gave us the opportunity to help and serve a heck of a lot more people than we ever would have if we were open all the time. Yeah. Now, hang on a second, because yeah. there's one follow-up to this. Obviously, I'm making a case here for a closed marketing plan, because for most membership sites, it is what I would recommend. But there are some membership sites that it doesn't make sense for. Like, for example, let's say that we have a membership site that's helping moms during their pregnancy. Mm. Okay. Well, listen, <laughs> let's say you're closed for six months. That bun might be out of the oven by then. Right. There's no sense of urgency at that point. So for certain types of markets, it's going to make sense to have an open marketing plan. You know, a lot of meal planning membership sites are open. So, for example, Melissa Lance, who owns the membership site Fresh 20, she's open all the time. She's built that to an eight-figure membership site, and she started from her kitchen table in 2011. Wow. That is utilizes an open marketing plan. But for the most part, I'm always likely gonna side with the closed. Yeah. 
Got it. Well, that's perfect because it also aligns with a question from another Natasha, Natasha Watley, who really asked, you know, should I only launch my membership just one time a year? So do you stay with two? Is that what you've seen for yourself has been the sweet spot? Well, Natasha... I gotta tell you, my fear is like, I probably have the same fear, like, oh my gosh, am I going down to one? Am I gonna get enough? But honestly, I think part of it has to do with your overall marketing calendar. So I do like two a year and I space them out pretty equally. And then because from a marketing calendar perspective, I generally have four A-level promotions per year. So one per quarter. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it makes sense because, you know, we would do two for the membership, one for let's say like a signature course, and then we would have one open that could be for like a book launch, could be for a major affiliate promotion, could be for another course we may release, whatever it is. But generally that's the rhythm that we stick to. But if you've got more things that you want to promote and sell, then you may need to make that room in your marketing calendar, and so it may make sense to go down to one. But bottom line is that it's just test it and try it. That's the only real way to know. Based on my experience with our sites and with our client sites, a closed membership plan works phenomenal. Well, and if you only did one a year, I think there's such great marketing that you could create around it to say something like, when you're coming down to that deadline, we will not be opening the doors for another year. Like, it's not only a because a lot of, you know, you, you talk about this, the deadline creates the decision, but there's still a lot of people that will say, well, when are you opening it again? Right, because if you tell them, oh, in a week, <laughs> yeah, then they're off the hook from making a decision. They're like, well, great, so I'll make the decision in a week. But if you could communicate, you know, six months, which is basically why I think that that's happening, is it's a bigger decision for them to make. If oh, he's going to open it in a month, it's not a big deal. But it's like, this is closed for six months. So much can happen in my life in six months. Or 12 months. And there's so much possibility of, you know, progress and transformation in the six months. Absolutely. So this is so awesome. Guys, I'm going to do one last question for Stu. You ready for it? Hit me. Okay, so this is from Jill. Don't literally hit me. No, no, no. Because we are like physically like right. (laughs) (laughs) This is from Jill Woods. And Jill asks, is there a way to gauge if what you are offering is providing enough value relative to the monthly membership fee. I want to over-deliver a bit, but not massively. Ooh, Jill, this is a great, great question. Because here's the thing with a membership site. One of the most important areas of focus for you and I as membership site owners is that we absolutely need to remind our members of the value that they're receiving each month. Now, the best way to do that, actually, I'll get to that in a second. The most common way that people do that is they think that the volume of content that they're providing inside the membership is what equals the value. So they'll remind people, they'll say like, hey, this month we added, you know, 12 new videos and, you know, eight downloads and six of this and 19 of that. But the reality of it is, and this is the thing that I want everybody to remember, The value does not come from the volume of information you provide. The value comes from the speed of which people can implement the information you provide. So let me say that one again because it's really got to sink in. The value does not come from the volume of information you provide. The value comes from the speed of which people can implement the information you provide. So the whole goal with a membership site is to help people make progress. And so 
What we want to do is we want to not only help them make progress, but we want to give them a measuring stick by which they are measuring their progress so that when they come into the membership, they were here. And when they, you know, two months down the road, three months down the road, they can measure their progress and say, I am now here. Look how far I've come. And then you and I, as membership site owners, remind them of the progress, congratulate them, cheer them on, and celebrate them for their progress. And when we do that, people don't ever want to leave because now they look at the transformation and the progress they're experiencing compared to the value or the money that they're investing, and it becomes a no-brainer. But most membership site owners have no measuring stick, and it's not about progress. They're just focused on more information, more information, Mm -hmm. more information. Value doesn't come from the information. It comes from the progress people make with the information you provide. This is so huge, so powerful. And you guys can see how important it is to understand the psychology of memberships. I think it's very different. It's not common sense. No. And you're the best at it, Stu. So I appreciate this. Guys, this has been amazing. Thank you to everyone who submitted a question. Thank you to those who submitted a question. I just didn't get to them. We wanted to be mindful of Stu's time, but we really appreciate it anyway. And Stu, I appreciate you letting me take up your time and family time here in your home after hours of work to have this conversation with you. Most important now, let's talk about what's next. For those who are considering a membership or already have one and are looking to grow and scale it, I say that Tribe is required reading. It's required. Like, why would you do this without it? You know, go to the best, learn from the best so you can grow it the right way. What can we expect? When can we get started? Where do we learn? Go. Well, starting March 15th, we have an awesome free workshop. And I say it's awesome. Yes, I'm biased. But we've literally had people who have gone through the free workshop and launched membership sites. Like we have this one woman, Kembi. She was over in Africa and watched the free workshop last time we did it. And from that material, launched a membership site. Wow. It was amazing, right? And we have a bunch of stories like this. And so starting March 15th, we have the free workshop. So first and foremost, I would recommend you come and join us for that. While during the workshop, you're going to hear not only about how to begin thinking about how to structure your membership site, how to plan your content, and then thinking through the whole marketing and retention of the membership site. But you're going to hear story after story after story of people and how they did it in their markets, in their niches. People like Anna DeGilio. Anna, um, she is a grade two and three teacher. And she had been providing lesson plans for grade two and three teachers. Well, she decided to launch a membership site and after coming through the tribe program. And what was crazy was in a one year period, she added over 2,500 members to her monthly membership providing lesson plans for grade two and three teachers. Wow. It's crazy. Then we have like Marilyn. Marilyn, she's in a market for psychic readers. And you would think like, okay, wait a minute. Like, is there really a market to be creating a viable membership site for that? Absolutely. And you'll hear about Marilyn's story. You'll hear about Nicholas that we just talked about. You hear about Scott Paley. Scott Paley, he's in a market where he and his business partner, Joan Gary, they help nonprofits. And again, you would think, okay, wait a minute, like nonprofits, is there really like money to be made serving nonprofits? They have over 1,500 members, mm. part of their membership, 
and they launched it less than a year ago. Wow. It's crazy, dude. And what's so much fun is like sharing the behind the scenes of how these people are doing it in all kinds of different markets. And you're going to hear about them. You're going to hear about like Levi Kajula. Now, Levi, he had an existing membership site in the guitar niche. And it was doing well. He was actually earning $30,000 a month providing guitar lessons in a membership. But here's the difference with Levi. His site had plateaued. And we see this quite commonly with seasoned membership site owners where they've gotten it to a certain level, but it's kind of flatlined and it can't get past that point of growth. Well, Levi, after coming through Tribe, there was one particular strategy that we talked about in the marketing module. And he just gravitated toward that and he implemented it. And you'll hear him tell you himself how the income went from 30,000 to 52 to 74 to over $100,000. He went in a one year period from a $300,000 membership to $1.7 million in wow. one year. It's oh, so much amazing. fun. And I love talking about these stories. And you'll hear not only from me, but you'll hear from them and they'll be sharing how they did it. And so, you can tell I got fired up. Yeah, this. you do. I love this I love it. because for me, it's just like, it's just about seeing what's possible. And it's about tapping into and celebrating the progress that all these people are making. And then they're sharing how they're doing it in their markets. So you can do it too. Mm, I love it. So we're going to link it up in the show notes so you guys can take part in this workshop or you can visit jameswedmore.com forward slash tribe. I am a huge supporter, huge fan of Stu and his work and tribe. And I think you guys are going to love this. I'm a huge fan of just putting recurring revenue into the business. Like we talked about at the beginning, it just was the first time it gave me so much peace of mind because of the certainty and the consistency of revenue that it can create for you. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys to check it out. And I know he's going to blow us away, Stu, with amazing videos, right? Just epic content. So <laughs> Okay, we got to tell him a little behind the scenes. So Okay, fine. A little behind the scenes. <laughs> yes, we love producing high-quality video. And after we did our first workshop, James saw the videos, and he's just like, dude, this is awesome. And then... James decided to up his game and we now have video battles yep. <laughs> nonstop and James's videos are amazing and we have this friendly banter back and forth about trying to one up each other. It gets a little competitive. <laughs> We, we yeah. call our videos the Stu Killers. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, when I was flying out to see Stu, Ryan Say, who films our videos, literally said, oh, you're going to go hang out with the enemy now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's so much fun. But here's the benefit to everybody, is that the quality of the videos and the experience, it just keeps, the bar keeps getting raised each yeah, time. Absolutely. So yeah. you guys win. <laughs> you guys win. <laughs> well, we're, we're just next up to bat on this one. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Come, come join us. The workshop's going to be so much fun. You're going to get a ton of value from it. You're just going to be inspired and you're going to see what's possible for you in your market. And we're going to help walk you through the process. Yeah. I'm so excited for you, Stu, and for everyone who's going to partake in this. So thank you for me being here in your house while we do this. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care. What is the reoccurring revolution? Well, if you look closely, you'll notice that smart and successful entrepreneurs are all adding reoccurring monthly revenue to their business model so they can create consistency in their cash flow and certainty in their lives. And they're doing this with paid monthly digital membership programs. So let me ask you, did you get into this business so you could stay up late at night and worry about where next month's sales were going to come from? Or did you want to create something that would work even when you didn't? 
That's what a membership is all about. And my good friend, Mr. Stu McLaren, founder of Tribe, is hosting a free video workshop on how to start, launch, and grow your very own profitable membership so you too can get in on the reoccurring revolution and finally move from a place of constantly selling to consistently serving. So to get started now, head on over to jameswedmore.com forward slash tribe right now.